once as we reached for the ceiling They all just frowned and shook their heads I nodded with a smile and took their best Came out on top and they all on the losing end Nothing turned out how they thought it really should have been And I ought to thank them for real Gave me the fire, they turned me to steel If love is war, life is a battlefield Headed for the sky, wonder how that'll feel Ready to be living it, making dividends Winning is a goal and I know that I'm getting it My ride to the top is getting imminent on the challenges, go ahead and send them in. Songs for the winners, never giving up, never giving in when life gets tough. This songs for the soldiers, never call it quits. Live for the challenge, they can never get enough of this. Songs for the winners, never giving up, never giving in when life gets tough. This songs for the soldiers, never call it quits. Live for the challenge, they can never get enough of this. I can see the sun's rays and part in the clouds. My path is so clear, and I'm walking it now. I think all the haters are starting to doubt while they hate it in the it's hard to figure out where all of that came from It's a shame, son, could've come along But you're digging your grave Someday we can set aside our differences And you can chill in my villa Sipping on expensiveness Like with the bitterness Relax, the battle is over Let me bury the axe Set down your blades, dull your tongues We out of the ring So off with the gloves And let's shake hands like men do I don't need to rub it in What I've been through It's clear I'm the winner But you can win too If you let go of the hate so simple this songs for the winners never giving up never giving in when life gets tough this songs for the soldiers never call it quits live for the challenge they can never get enough of this songs for the winners never giving up never giving in when life gets tough this songs for the soldiers never call it quits live for the challenge they can never get enough of this this songs for the time to get to work welcome to mountain bears i'm ace tonight and of course with you tonight is the techie with Moses. we're both been streaming all day long how are well, you no, you've been on stream all day long well honey if i'm doing it uh, you're doing it nope okay. sometimes i just say no uh-huh <laughs> then he tells me shut the fuck up and get in here exactly bring me coffee exactly right 
Yep. Oh, but here we are. We made it. We made it. We made it. It's been a very eventful week, especially at Congress. Yes. So, which one of these stories do you want to cover first? Oh, well, you already alluded to it, so let's start with Congress. Club Q owner reads to Congress the hate mail they got after the shooting. The shooter was doing God's work, read one message Club Q received. All gays should die. Now watch this congressional thing. And I'm sorry, I was clueless. I am clueless to where these congressmen think they are. Because last time I checked, they're supposed to be representing stuff. Well, yeah, and, and I think a special note here is all this happened because Republican lawmakers refuse to believe that there is a problem with anti-LGBTQ plus violence in the U.S. at a hearing on the matter yesterday, even as survivors of the Club Q shooting describe the violence they experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, hi, that's that's a good starter sentence. <laughs> Hi, Shannon, darling. Nice to see you again. Haven't seen you in forever. Um, yeah, let's see. Let me see. Okay, let's see. 124 incidents of violence at a Pride event. We have had a shooting. We've had Department of, Secu- Department of Homeland Security issue warnings. But, you know, congressmen in Kentucky, do you not have a clue? They spent more time praising the retiring head of this council than they did listening to the people testify. Mm-hmm. And to answer Congressman of Kentucky's question about how what the percentile is of trans children that detransition, it's two point five percent nationwide, worldwide. Since you know you're expert there. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Did you like it, Shannon? I enjoyed being over at Fortuna. It was just ridiculous, the rhetoric that came out of these Republican congressmen's mouths. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and apparently this is all as the far right uh, conservatives online started accusing LGBTQ plus people of grooming children, Um, which if anyone's not aware, that's another term for uh, being uh, predators. What? Yeah. Like, hi, talk about going back to the 1950s. Like, Jesus. No, this was late 40s, early 50s. Like. Yeah. Boy, I hope you're talking about the stream. (laughs) Unfortunately, uh, Democrats, you know, according to, and we will name names here, Republican James Comer, Republican out of Kentucky, Oh, yeah, you know, you're the same Kentucky that, you know, your poverty rates are up, your unemployment is up. Let me state clearly that, um, let me state clearly, we can certainly see, let's back this up, you know, that the the hearing after he blamed the, the Democrat-controlled cities, the, the mayor of Colorado Springs is a Republican. Let me state clearly, well, you're consistently said Republican uh, commanding volumes of all forms, condemning volumes. Unfortunately, the Democrats are using this committee's time and resources today to blame Republicans for this horrific crime. This is not an oh, this is not an oversight hearing. This is a blame Republicans. So do we 
so we don't have to take responsibility for our own defaults, defund the police, and soften crime policies? Well, no. Let's see. Defund the police. How about train the police? I want to know how many trained policemen have had sensitivity training. How many plain policemen have had training in general um, when dealing with the LGB population? Because as one policeman that is now a chief of police of a city said to me, oh, you two boys just need to calm down. Stop having such a little pity problems. Quote. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting here going, I think that percentage is easy to figure out. You just look at the back of their police car, and if it says, in God we trust, you assume they have not. Not. Um, at least that's my theory. That's what I'm going with. That's how I judge that now. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, the hate comments um, that he received, here's some examples. Quote, I woke up to the wonderful news that five mentally unstable F-words and lesbians and 18 injured. The only thing I'm mad about is that the F-word had courage to subdue the wonderful killer. I hope more shootings happen. Have a blessed day. Um, next one, quote, the shooter was doing God's work. Five less F-words, not enough. Those that stopped him are the devil. All gays should die. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, but here's the quote from James Comer that he hopes everyone remembers. Um, quote, no one should have to experience what you all have experienced. Um... Let's see. At the hearing, after he blamed the violence on quote Democrat-controlled cities, yep. Um, the mayor of Colorado Springs is a Republican, um, but quote, let me state clearly, as we have consistently said, Republicans condemn violence in all forms. Mm -hmm. Since when? When? Since really? I'm. Since uh, when? Work this out for me. Work this out for me. Please work this out for me. Mm -hmm. Someone, because I struggle with this one. I, I understand supporting Second Amendment rights. I, I'm, I'm not saying just supporting Second Amendment rights makes you into violence. But how many school shootings does it take before you place lives over um, a totally unfettered Second Amendment right? Like how how many lives? How how many shootings? How many how many school shootings does it take before you go? Yeah, no. Maybe we have an access to guns problem that's causing this. Mm -hmm. Maybe and not specific guns. You know, not guns. Weapons of war. Well, yes. These are mm -hmm. guns. Yeah. 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 Oh. What? Yeah. So another lovely quote is, we are hearing a lot about right-wing extremism and violence, he said. Obviously, violence of any type is poison, as is left-wing violence and that which is the fuel that is thrown on the fire by left-wing media. It goes on both sides. You I'm know what I think is sad was this congressional hearing was held 
the 10-year anniversary of Sandy Hook. And these Republicans mm-hmm. had the gall, and I do mean the gall, to state this, to say this, to openly in congressional record state this. I want to know why they're not being brought up on ethics violations. Yeah. As they should be. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I do like this portion. Uh-huh. So Representative David Sicilian, uh, uh, Democrat Rhode Island, said he was disappointed but not surprised that almost none of his Republican colleagues asked the witness questions about anti-LGBTQ plus violence. Quote, Republicans are happy to discuss our community when they're attacking our rights, when they're crying on the House floor because they oppose marriage equality, he said, referring to Representative Vicki Hartzler's um, Republican Missouri display last week when she started sobbing during a floor speech as she begged Congress to reject the Respect for Marriage Act. But when it, uh, quote, but when it comes to actually discussing the violence against our community, and its causes, just a quick condemnation of what happened at Club Q and violence broadly, and nothing more. In my view, this is shameful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I. <sighs> and this is available. If you guys miss this, it's real. If you if you're hearing your congressman's name being called, go see what he said. Go see what you voted for. Go see what you're stuck with for the next six years. Oh yeah. Like, okay. All of the level of uneducated people in Congress today is fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm talking simple education. It took two minutes to do a Google search. And then, you know, I'm not happy with our side either. The representative, the, uh, I believe she runs the youth program in Colorado. Very unhappy with you. You didn't know statistics and quote code facts that Google could have found for you while you were talking. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Right now, I am Googling to actually find that testimony. There mm-hmm. we go. Um, so, yeah, PBS News Hour actually had that one. So, I'm getting ready to grab that link and share it over. Mm-hmm. There we go. And copy link. There you guys go. If you want to go watch the entirety of that congressional hearing, it's right there. Um, granted, it's not very action packed, so you can just listen. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a congressional hearing, and if you try to watch that, it's like watching paint dry only on old wrinkly people. Um, see. Hey, I got a lot of work done while I listen to it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, if you wonder what Asen listens to during the day, that's what Asen listens to during the day. I know, kind of scary, right? So anyhow. I'm just saying, Katie Porter's the only one that can actually move all of her facial features. It's kind of, it's like the darling of the show anytime you watch. True. Um, <laughs> now, the uh, representative from D.C., I really liked her. She was on Zoom, 
And, you know, she's pushing for statehood for D.C. She has been pushing for statehood since there is there. Yeah. And as we know, Washington, D.C. is not a state. It can't, it shouldn't be a state. According to the original idea that it was supposed to be a territory, so it wouldn't. But Congress now currently has rule over it and its policies because it's government property. Yeah. That includes the residential sections. Yeah. So I'm now for statehood of Washington, D.C. I can understand that one. Yeah. So what is going on over in the Department of Energy? Oh, well, uh, it's an unfortunate turn of events there. Um, so some of y'all might remember um, that um, Sam Brenton, um, the non-binary nuclear waste expert, um that that was hired by the um department of energy um yeah he's since been fired okay um yeah after allegedly being caught on camera stealing two different women's bags from airports um so yeah it, it's a very odd situation um, so he worked as the, uh, or they worked as uh, deputy assistant secretary for spent fuel and waste disposition in the DOE's office of nuclear energy. Okay. Um, by law, the department of energy cannot comment further on personnel matters. The DOE spokesman said, um, but last week, Britain was accused of stealing a second woman's bag worth an estimated $3,670 from the Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas, Nevada. Video footage reportedly showed Britain looking around suspiciously, placing the bag on an airport luggage carousel, and taking it the second time it came around. Um, Britain was first accused of selling luggage worth over $2,500 from the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport on September 16th. Uh, court documents in that case alleged the security camera footage caught Britain removing the bag from the airport baggage claim carousel, ripping off the bag's tag and hurrying out the door. Britain later said they took the bag by mistake, even though they hadn't checked any bags on the flight. Britain was later caught on camera checking the same bag in as their own on two subsequent airport trips. Um, so, yeah, of course, first denied, then claimed it was a mistake um, and said that they emptied out its contents in a hotel room over fears that others might think that they had deliberately stolen it. Oh, so, yeah, after the first accusation, Britain was placed on leave um, this isn't the first time Britain's had some controversy, though. Mm -mm. Um, Britain became a high-profile LGBTQ plus activist after their 2010 claim that an ex-gay conversion therapist punched, burned, electrocuted, and stabbed them in order to change their sexual orientation. However, they had their story questioned by LGBTQ plus activists. Most notably, longtime anti-conversion therapy activist Wayne Bess, uh, Beeson said that Britain claimed not to remember the name of their abusive former therapist or the facility where the therapy occurred, even though they had allegedly undergone the mistreatment for two or three years. 
Um, quote, why was Sam Britton the only, only survivor of conversion therapy I've encountered since 1998? Who refused to answer these questions? Uh, Beeson wrote in, at LGBTQ Nation. Not only had every other survivor provided this information willingly, but they were eager to fight back and shut down their own therapist or ex-gay minister. So, yeah, uh, pointing this out is, is part of the reason we scrutinize potential spokespeople is to protect the LGBTQ plus movement and ensure that we don't offer media platforms uh, to charlatans or elevate morally suspect people who would do something like steal luggage at an airport, Beeson added. Tragically, um, the one person with an unverifiable flashy story and now we suffer the consequences. Mm -hmm. So Britain could face a minimum of five years imprisonment, a $10,000 fine, or both if convicted for the alleged luggage theft. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, at least we know that our luggage is safe. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, like... Like what's I'm just deal? like, how does anyone get caught for this? Well, not only that, but how do you mistake your luggage? Like, I'm well, sorry, we've traveled quite often. We have Pacific luggage. We know our luggage. It's got our stuff on it. It's got our, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, rarely do you get two suitcases that are the same. Well, yeah. And that's the I first mean, time you make this mistake. The second time, you're carrying a fucking pink bag, honey, with fucking balloons tied to it and every goddamn thing else. Well, and here's what I'm, like, I, yeah, I think it's a bullshit story, but I'm yeah. just going luggage worth over $2,500 and $3,670. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going, there had to have been a damn nice bag. Right. Either that or the contents were amazing. Mm-hmm. Because one of the two has to hold true. Right. Like, I just can't fathom. Mm-hmm. But again, I just don't even know how someone gets caught for this. Right. I mean, just being blunt, I, I don't know how someone gets caught for this. I mean, airports lose luggage all the time. I can't imagine they actually bothered. Well, to, like, you know they bothered. Well, no, you know they bothered because this is someone that's targeted. Mm-hmm. Well, Sorry, they're... They're... we know that there's a target on the back. That's when you got to be, in my opinion, extra careful. True. Um, and I don't know. Maybe that's part uh, a big part of the story somewhere. Mm -hmm. Is that like, yes, this, you know, like closet klepto. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing I can think is closet klepto. Right. Like, someone figured out he was that they were a closet klepto. Mm -hmm. And like, hi. Right. You know, just keep presenting opportunities or keep following around. Right. And eventually, you have a news story. Well, and it's eventually you have a fire job and egg on our faces. Yes. Because I remember when he was hired, he was big news for some reason. 
they because mm-hmm. they were the first uh, person hired to the Department of Ener- Energy that was mm-hmm. non-binary. Right. Um, if I remember correctly, I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. Mm-hmm. But no, that's... I. Again, I don't know how anyone gets caught for that. Right. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't know. Like, I'm mm-hmm. surprised when I land somewhere and I've checked luggage that it actually arrives. Right. Like, I have zero faith mm-hmm. in, like, check luggage. Like, if I can't hold it, mm-hmm. if I can't put it in an overhead bed, I do not believe it's going to be there. I really don't. Like, it is, right. it, it's a very profound thing for airports to lose luggage. I always assumed some of that was theft anywhere along that process. Right. From from the moment you check it in to the moment that you expect it to come down that mm-hmm. conveyor belt and swing past you, right? Um, you know, which they start doing before you've even de- uh, deplaned. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, right. at that point, I like you know, I just no. I would assume that that would have been a situation where no one would have cared. And bit. like I don't know how you get caught for this. I really don't. Well, not only that, but I don't understand why you would do it. That's the bigger point here. I know that's where we get into the closet klepto. Well, I can get the closet klepto idea, but come on, the closet klepto are still lighters. They still purses. They still that. They don't steal a fucking suitcase. Okay, but see, we're and, and I'm not saying this against any part of the community in a horrible negative way i'm talking in terms of people whose identity or their their sexual identity um or or personal identity gender identity Mm -hmm. um derives from what could be perceived as cross-dressing um many do begin with theft of that clothing because they are not confident enough to go and buy you know opposite gender clothing like you don't like you don't just show up one day wearing you know a t-shirt and baggy jeans and go and now i'm ready to be non-binary i I don't think that happens for anyone i i don't believe it does i think you you Maybe find different ways, ordering through catalogs, ordering online, you know, telling some story about, oh, it's for my mother, you know, whatever, something. Oh, well, he works for, for the Department of Energy. He can't be making that bad of a salary. Okay, but not now, then. Right. Okay. Way back. Mm-hmm. And I think for some people that can not all definitely not all or it'd be far worse i think for some people it can unfortunately become part of the thrill even though you don't need to steal like and we've seen this with celebrities like um oh god what is it naomi judd like five finger discounted to hell Mm -hmm. um you know like it was literally just it, it it's the problem of being a klepto Mm-hmm. You have to steal. You're compelled. It's a compulsion. It's like an OCD for theft. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't not. Right. 
Um, and for some people, they can. And again, if, if you follow the OCD model, right. um, it's not that it's uncontrollable. It can be controllable. Um, but it can also rear its head when you're like mm -hmm. high stress, under right. a lot of like emotional pressure. Um, you know, things like that can, can cause you to, you know, fall back on the thing that scratches an itch. Right. Um, somewhere in your psyche um, mm -hmm. that, that gives you a thrill, that gives you a whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, I'm not justifying theft. I think theft is, is sucky no matter what someone steals. Um, but... I don't know. I, I think we can all clearly look and, and be like, you don't need to steal. Right. Like, you surely have to be making right. enough money. Like, this isn't this isn't necessity theft, which I think we can all get over. Right. Like, you're not starving and needing food, so you stole food. Um, you know, the this isn't like I I think the I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. is like a really screwed up like defense mechanism from childhood right um like you've probably gotten away with that so many times mm -hmm. oh i thought it was my bag oh i thought i paid for that oh i thought you know whatever yeah like whatever, whatever. oh i didn't mean to pick that up it was under my coat um you know hi mm -hmm. um but no, I, I think it's it's probably deeply rooted psychologically. Mm -hmm. I, it probably is related, not like something that makes them a bad person. Mm -hmm. Like they more than likely could come over to your house and not steal a thing unless they are so effing stressed out. Mm -hmm. And realistically, like, I mean, because this very much feels klepto. Um, yeah. Like, Sometimes there's a lot of argument about is kleptomania really theft because it is more of a mental problem than it is like it like it's a compulsion problem. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, it, it doesn't even have to be like they stole the bag to wear the contents or to use the bag or to whatever, mm -hmm. really. For some people, it just it, it's this compulsion, this insatiable desire. I have to take something, right? And then once they've done that, like, yeah, you can have it back. I'm so sorry, right? Like, you know what I mean? It, it's like it, I I always found that so interesting. Is it? It's not always about like taking it to use it or to mm -hmm. to sell it or to whatever. It, it's just, and this sounds really bad. It's sort of like um, birds building a nest. Mm -hmm. Is you know, yeah, they 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 grabbed a shiny piece of you know foil or metal, like a metal, whatever. It's not like they stole it because they were going to go sell your necklace. They stole it because they used it to build their nest and then moved on. Right, <laughs> like it was not. <laughs> Like nature provided. Um, All right, let's take a break and we'll come back. We'll be talking about more news. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Dottie the Psychic, and I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. 
Well, one reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a neurodivergent LGBT person with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos all related to trying to live my best life and helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So, you can check all that out and get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E thepsychic.com Safe travel and much profit to you. Do you have a cute pet? We know you do. Each week, Tracy Van chooses from submitted photos a featured reader for her Facebook page and provides a tarot reading. Your adorable pet cat, dog, rabbit, goat, chicken, snake, or more could be her next featured reader. Visit TracyBan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-B-A-N-N.com, and click Featured Reader to submit. We look forward to seeing your pet next. Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here, and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the High Priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal. And I work with um, <clears throat> access bars, Reiki, I do power forms. I'm recently getting into crystal healing, sound therapy as well. So you can go to Lady Gwendolyn Healing. That is L-A-D-Y-G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot com. Book your appointment with me. I do in person. I do over the phone. I do over Zoom. We can do that as well. Um, my main goal is to help you grow and heal because I've been there, I'm still going through it, and I let my strength help guide you. See you soon. Hey everybody, Natalie here from The Pendulum's Path. If you are in need of guidance, direction, spiritual connection, healing, or more, you have come to the right place. I have worked as a psychic and a medium for over three years, connecting people from all over the world with their loved ones, giving them insight and guidance into their current situations, their past healings, their blockages, and what they need to know in order for them to have a better future. It would be my absolute honor if you would come to my website at www.thependulumspath.com, visit my shop. I have a whole bunch of crystals, oils, bombs, mystery boxes, and more. And visit my services. I offer 15-minute, 30-minute, and 60-minute sessions. I also have email readings available if you're not comfortable with the one-on-one -on -one session with me or if you just want to try me out. I encourage you to come visit me at the Pendulum's Path and let's get you back on the right track today. Okay, welcome back. So... If there's been this case and the Supreme Court had to step in and, and send it back down to where it belonged in New York, you want to take this on? Sure. So New York Appeals Court says Yeshiva University must recognize LGBTQ plus group. So a four-judge panel agreed with a lower court ruling that the university is not exempt from New York's anti-discrimination law.
In June, Judge Lee King, uh, Lynn R. Comber ruled that the New York Anti-Discrimination Law does not target religious practices. It is intended to determine discrimination only, and it appeals equally to all places of public accommodation, uh, accommodations other than those expressly as a dressed private or religious corporation organized under the or the education or religious law. On Thursday, the appeals court agreed with Kovner's ruling that Yiddish organization documents does not expressly in, de, indicate that the Yerevan is a is has a religious purpose. All right, so, quote, the record demonstrates that Yeshiva already recognizes LGBTQ plus student organizations at three of its graduate schools, which are legally part of Yeshiva's corporation, has done so for over 25 years and made clear as early as 1995 that this recognition did not mean Yeshiva endorsed or accepted the views of those student groups, the judges said. As such, and in light of Yeshiva's corporate purpose as an institution of higher education, we find that denial of recognition for the Pride Alliance is not, quote, essential to Yeshiva's, quote, central mission. Um, so, yeah. Fun yeah. ruling, fun ruling. Yep. So, I believe, and the vote was five to four. Um you know, the ruling follows the Supreme Court decision in September not to block the lower court's order. Yeshiva University has argued that the lower court's decision was unprecedented and entrusted that Yeshiva's church uh, autonomy and that the school cannot comply with the order because doing so would violate its sincere religious beliefs. Have we heard this enough? about how to form its undergraduate students in Torah values. But again, um, you know, Roberts and Kavanaugh siding with the court's liberals, the court ruled that the university must exhibit all Jewish avenues in New York before it could be here, before it could hear the case. Mm -hmm. um, in a statement, the American go for that there are too many words i don't recognize <laughs> okay in a statement americans united for separation of church and state president and ceo rachel laser cheered the new york appellate's appellate court's decision this week <clears throat> the court here did the right thing reminding yeshiva university that religious freedom is not a license to discriminate and that it must provide all student clubs including those of lgbtq students with equal treatment and safe spaces under New York's public accommodations law, Laser said, today's decision is a win for true religious freedom. Yeah. According to Gothamist, Yeshiva University spokesman uh, Hannon Eisenman said the school plans to appeal the court's decision. Yeshiva is disappointed in the court's ruling and will continue on appeal to defend against the claims that we are not a religious institution. Uh, Yeshiva would next have to take the case to New York's Court of Appeals. And that's if they'll hear it. Well, that's if, yeah. Okay. I mean, at this point, they have already gone through all the rest of it. Yeah. 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 I, and I think they're they're really not hearing the message that that 
you, you're a university with a general education program. Because mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, like, I may be wrong, but I figure if it's a university that you can take um, accounting, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, any other degree program that is non-religious, um, I would think that in, you, you've pretty much declared yourself mm-hmm. um, as a general education institution, not a religious education institution. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the dis- distinction being made right. um, as to, you know, like, hi, what are you trying to do here? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they have a school of business. Like, yes, they have a Jewish studies, uh, but they have a school of business. Um, yeah. Oh. Let's see. What's some other departments and majors? Because there's the Stern College. Yeah, art history, studio art, biology, chemistry and biochemistry, computer science, economics, education, English, history, mathematics, music, philosophy, physics, political science, psychology, sociology, speech language, pathology, and audiology. STEM, the S. Daniel Abram Honors Program. Yeah, like, hi. You're a full-fledged college. You're, you're a full-fledged university, excuse me. Um, you're not just a religious studies, like that's not your core. Right. You're not just taking in the, 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 the adherence of your religion and churning out more educated adherence of your religion. Right. You know, like, and I think that's the model that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so shut down your other schools other than Jewish studies. That's a, it's a real yeah. simple thing. Yeah, and that's basically what they got told, you know, reading between the lines, is you're not, you're a school with a religious studies department, you're not a religious school. Right. Like, those are very separate things. Right. Like, you know, I kind of go back to, um, and I don't want to totally, like, always jump to family, but... Like, there is a college... Okay, I'll do it this way. There is a college in Greensboro Mm -hmm. that I I think could have very well gone to. It's Guilford College. They are a Quaker school. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you get a full Quaker education while you're there. Right. But that was their founding. That was how they started. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, you're, you're probably in the course of being on that campus unless you're blind, deaf, and you know, stupid, gonna start to get some understanding of like Quaker theology, Quaker thought process, etc. Um, but and it's a Quaker school, but it's not like, okay, you're an adherent of our religion, you can attend here, and only if you're an adherent of our religion. And then while you're here, you have to follow all of the tenets of our religion in order to graduate with a program in religious studies or with a degree in religious studies. Like, that's kind of the same thing Yeshiva's doing here. Right. Is like, hi, no. Like, other schools get this. Right. 
why don't you? <laughs> well, not only why don't you, but why don't you get the rest of it? Hmm? Why don't they get the, like, why, like, I don't, like, can they not read English? That's my whole point. I don't know, it's pretty like, strange. Does it need to be printed in another third articles? I, I don't know. Can, can, I don't know, does Google Translate do, um, like, you know, English to Yiddish? Yes. I'm quite sure really? Is that an option? Oh, come on, it can't be an option. <laughs> really? I'm interested now. Now I have to go find out. So I'm starting with English. Can I go to Yiddish? Yes. Well, technically, well, sorry, I could put it in Hebrew, but. Um, you can go straight to Yiddish. Where? I don't see Yiddish. I can go to Yucatec Maya, Welsh, Zulu. I mean, I can put it in Hebrew. I mean, that's close enough. I would just think it would be better if it sounded like someone's grandmother is berating them with that article. Uh, <laughs> that's my theory. That's my theory. There you go. Welcome to Mountain Bears. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't see it as a Google Translate option. I know. Do I have to go to the full Google Translate? Is that what I did wrong? No, I just typed it in. Oh, okay. Well, there's that. Oh, but anywho, like, welcome to Mountain Bears. Um, battering Sun to a butter bear? I don't know. I have no idea. Please critique my Yiddish. I just attempted. I've got nothing there. Okay. <clears throat> it's probably wrong. Someone's grandmother's gonna like pelt us in the future with handbags. They can pelt us. Alright. Cool. So I don't know. Did you see that, you know? The Oompa Loompa, apparently, it was so fascinated by his cabbage, now his garbage pile kid card that he's now produced cards that you can buy digitally that look even worse. They have his face on it? Well, yes. Oh. I mean, you were, like, you just set that one up and it was just too easy. <laughs> I was like... Oh, I know, but at the same time, I mean, he's been selling hats and t-shirts and all this other crap. And now he's selling digital ETFs for $100 a piece. How broke is he? Uh, what's well, fast? It's pissing off his base. It's pissing off what? It's pissing off his base. Like, they are mad at him. Where is this article? I want to see this. I, I want to see the nightmare he has created. Like, you're ticking off your base? What? Oh, I love it. Please let the thing eat its own tail. Oh. Yes, we're talking about Trump. <laughs> I damn it. Yes, we are talking about the Oompa Loompa himself. Who needs better tanning lotion, I might add. Uh, yeah, since forever. <sighs> 
Like, he hasn't had a recognized human skin tone since, you know, Studio 54 days. Well, not even then. I'm sorry, I sent you a blocked one. Oh, okay. Oops. Here you go. Oh. Oh. Oh, is that the good one? It's coming. Yeah, that's blocked. Okay. Oh, enters the NFT market. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. Really? Trump's major announcement was to hawk his $99 NFTs. So, yeah, former President Donald Trump unveiled Thursday a, quote, limited edition collection of NFT trading cards featuring cartoon-like images of himself depicted as a superhero, Hollywood actor, and more, after teasing a major announcement on his Truth Social account. Oh, and then because they're NFTs, I'm sure they're not going to have photos. Because they don't want to pay. Like, that's the thing. Every time someone uses an NFT, you have to pay. Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. just, that's just. Save yourself some money. You know, if you, if you, if you want the Oompa go for the original. Oh. You can go over to eBay. Let me pull this up. We're going to show you where, where it is. Like, we'll do, we'll do your, your, your shopping for you. Oh, I don't want to make it easy for someone to buy these. What the this is very them? easy for them to buy. This is the oh, perfect one. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, this is just cringe. It is on Amazon. Like, well, actually, it's okay, eBay. So... Oh, dear God. This oh, is the no one you way. want to buy. Donald Dump. Yeah, that, there's the one you buy. Okay, okay, okay. I'm cool with that. You can go buy that. How much is that selling for? Um, let me go back. Let me stop sharing. I'm just curious. It is selling for currently at auction is four hundred and fifty dollars. It yeah. was twenty four hours ago sixteen dollars. Oh yes, Jeffrey. There is a separate place that is YouTube. Yes. Yes, Jeffrey, you can view us on YouTube. I'll be glad to get you a link. So, but yeah, no. Um, no, I'm cool with the Garbage Pell Kids card. That That's a cool one. I'm cool with that. All right. Okay, the NFPs, not so much. All right. Not so much. Alrighty. All right. What else you got for us? We seem to be knocking. I'm giving Jeffrey a link. Well, hurry up. I'm trying to be nice and get that for him. There you go. Come watch us over on YouTube. That way you can take part in the poll. Things to do. I know. Sorry. Takes me a minute. Well, you know, Cody Brown, unfortunately, is no longer, uh, he's down to one life. I told you, 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 I told you. I know. This, 
this was going to end up being like one little, two little, three little Indians. Yeah. Like he's like, he is just going to eventually get down to one, one little sister wife. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, well really according to Inside know. Edition, according to Inside Edition, he may be down to no wife because she was looking for a Pacific, I do mean Pacific, type of relationship. Okay. Um, because she was going, po- she wanted polygamy completely. Oh, she, now, she, no, wait a second. She wanted polygamy completely or polyamory completely? Polygamy. Oh. So, she wanted uh, to be a sister wife. And now uh, he no longer has other sister wives. Yeah. So does this mean he's getting ready to be, you know, have like Rosie and her five friends? I'm thinking, well, no, here's my thing. I think like, I think part- these are his next sister wives. Well, here's not mine, but his. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, here's the thing. Either one or two things are happening. Either one, the show will get canceled, which we can, I'm kind of wondering because they're, but you know, Janelle's also filming and was filming, announced that, not Janelle, Christine announced that she was filming for TLC in Utah. We know Janelle has been filming. So, you know, it's up to see what Mary does because she still has a two year contract also. Oh, 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 maybe they'll do a, a follow up show called Sister X Wives. Maybe they'll do a follow-up show called Freedom, because I'm sorry. I promise you guys. Now, I'm sure that, you know, Cody Brown and the Sister Wives crew was probably Americans' first introduction to poly, polyamory polygamy. and poly, polygamy. polygamy. I think we just need to put that in the polygamy box and then yes. walk away. <laughs> yeah. Is that... That was not an introduction yeah. to polyamory. That that's yeah. um like I'm sorry, but if you have friends that are in that kind of polyamory, mm-hmm. um be a friend. And buy them the outfit. this shit out and like maybe find another situation. Yeah, buy them the ethical <laughs> flood for Christmas. But anyhow. Yes. Uh, matter of fact, if you're over the age of 18, if you're looking for something to buy somebody that's over the age of 18, go get them a copy of The Ethical Slut and pack, wrap it up for them so that they can unwrap it and read it and save me some damn time. Yeah. I wonder if that is what happened. Did, did Is that what happened? Like, could that be what happened? Someone last Christmas got them The Ethical Slut and then one by one they passed it around like their husband. That done this because she it was announced that they that they because she was originally his first wife then he divorced her to marry the fourth wife to adopt the children and then she got caught in a catfishing scheme which was hilarious straight woman i'm telling you but anyhow so and then he she done all this sweet stuff for his anniversary and he basically said no we're just going to be we're going to have a platonic relationship the same thing he done with Christina, I might say. Then the same thing he done with Janelle. Like, this boy's got a damn pattern for divorces. Yes. Yes. Like, also, generally, like, I don't know. I, I 
sometimes I wonder if if it's like TLC just finds the most like out there people. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not talking like, oh, they're really quirky. I mean, like they're whoo, out there. And well, then goes, let's give them a show because this is gonna have ratings written all over it. Well, because how they got the show was they were part of the alliance to get polygamy decriminalized in Utah, so yeah. that I don't end up going to jail. Um, and then they were part of working on getting it included, the polyamory and polygamy included in the Equality Act, in, in the you know getting it to where it's a legal marriage. So you can get some, you know, a government legal marriage. And they they were doing a lot of talking and they were doing a lot of appearing up on things and political movements. So that's how they got the show. Yeah. Well, but do you think that they have actually managed to accomplish anything good for their cause? Like, let's let's just boil it down at the end of the day, after all of this, after season after season... All seventeen. Yeah. Do you do you think in the intervening seventeen years, what do you think it's done for polygamy, not polyamory? Because it like no, the whole poly community just shoved a crowbar in there and went no. Yes. Not what this is. Um. Let's see what has changed in uh, polygamy. Okay, and I just want to say, awesome job, Jeffrey. Glad you finally made it in. Subscribe to the page, Jeffrey, so you can find me next time. Subscribe. Get that alert. Yes. Get that alert. Hit it. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Ring my bell. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get taken down for copyright. But anyway. Perfect. So, of course, it got decriminalized in Utah. That was a case that the court case that they done. And they actually got that. Okay. So they had one victory. Like I'm, one I'm victory. literally picking through the rubble. Well, one going... victory. Um, the common human knows <laughs> what polygamy is now, what polyamory is now. Even my mother does. Which love your mom and I. I'll talk to you later. Um, <laughs> oh, she sent me cute pictures. Did she send them to you? No. Oh, <gasps> there's a picture of her with Santa. Oh, good gravy. Mm-hmm. Um, did she, do I have to go bail her out from Krampus tomorrow? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. It was cute picture of her with Santa. I said cute pictures, not... I know. Like, you know, News at 11 photos of, by the way, speaking of bailing out, uh-huh. um, we're going to have to go pick your mother up from jail. Yeah. No, no, no. Because she was at a seniors event that had a Santa hat. Oh, how and, cool. I mean. Yeah. But no, that was happening. The decriminalization was moving forward very quickly. Um, I think it's the commonality thing. Like, we'll take what we can get. Um, but no, apparently he's ran off all three wives. Forcefully. Now we have to, we have to change the order. Because him and Murray's marriage ended. Then him and Christina's marriage. And him and Janelle are separated currently, according to the storyline that we're being told. But I believe that it's quite done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah. I, like... 
I really honestly can't believe it lasted for 17 years. I would have thought once it all started going to air. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I I really believe them when they say we don't watch. (laughs) Because it's like, well, if you watched what I watched, Mm -hmm. I think year two, you would have had some questions. Well, I think year one, you would have had some questions. Cause I watch your TikToks and I've got questions. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to pick up apart someone's relationship. If it makes you happy, that's great. Go have fun with that. Enjoy. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, I think uh-huh. if like you saw what you were effectively putting on air, Mm-hmm. You should really. Well, what gives me and makes me question if we could switch if we should switch to Apple when we renew our contract. And here's why: <laughs> for the what? past two seasons, they filmed them on Apple iPhones. Mm-hmm. You know, my idea is that we have our own reality show. Oh, Lord. Oh, see, unfortunately, you just blur the line between is it a reality television show or is it an OnlyFans that needs a, uh, you know, set up? Um, so, no. <laughs> Come on, dude. I have enough trouble getting you in clothes to do this. Boy, um, I've been in these clothes all day. I know. <laughs> it's... I, I don't think your chairs, ever, I don't think our neighbors are ever going to be the same. Like, I think they're now scarred because you've worn clothes all day. Okay. All right. So let's take a break and when we come back, we'll find out if he's an asshole. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back, goblins! My name is Jason, and I am the host of the Esoteric Book Club, a podcast that examines titles on the magical, paranormal, the mysterious, and the strange. I release two episodes a month in which I review books on esoteric topics, recap news of the weird, and conduct interviews with authors, practitioners, and experiencers. The Esoteric Book Club can be found on every major podcast service or can be streamed directly from esotericbookclub.org. Hi, I'm Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic, and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, Let's just figure it out. Bye. Hi. 
Hi, Techie Joe here. I work with Ace and Knight and some of the best psychics in West Virginia to create amazing live streams and podcasts for the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. Together, we brew up great content discussing news, events, hot topics, and more, all from a psychic perspective. On the Psychic Coffee Shop, we interview amazing authors in the metaphysical realm. Coffee and Tea combines Asen with Tracy, Dottie, Natalie, or Lady Gwendolyn for the good and the bad of being a psychic. Shameless self-promotion with Dottie the Psychic talks to leading and emerging YouTubers and business owners in our community. Mountain Bears brings you the latest in LGBT news and politics. The Psychic That Plans answers the question of, well, how a psychic plans. Plus, we're live on air. We take your comments and your questions, including psychic advice questions. Check out our amazing programming, book an appointment with top psychics, and find out all the wonderful things we have to offer at PCSBnetwork.com today. Hi, I'm Ace and Knight. I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your spiritual answers. And also, I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems. So, if you'd like to get a reading from me privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that call now button there on my site, right for a quick answer question. All right, guys, back to the show. Enjoy. So, our original one got pulled. Yes. I'll just say that now. Yeah, uh, it was, yeah. So In hindsight, it, I can see why. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm looking. Anyway. Anyway. We let's got decide if Joe's an asshole this week, shall we? All right. Am I the asshole for revealing who I am only after getting married? Well, I, 26 female, got married to my partner, 29 male, in July of this year. We dated mostly long distance, but decided that I would move in with him after the wedding. Seeing that we didn't have much face-to-face -face time, every time I visited, or he came to me, I did my best to make everything perfect. When I stayed at his house, I used my free time to help him with housework, cleaning, and cooking, just to make his life easier when we were together. I didn't realize I was setting a precedent, and that's where I think I can be the asshole. We got married and soon started having problems with household chores. We both work full-time, I work from home, and he doesn't. But I'm still expected to split the task equally. But he started complaining about it, and it got on my nerves. He's a grown man who lived completely well before me. He can do the housework just as well as I can. Yesterday, I finally said, enough. I sat down with him and asked him the motivation behind the constant complaints. We talked about divisions of duties as soon as we got back from our honeymoon, and I was confused. And he replied that he didn't know how to say this once we had had this conversation, but that every day he feels more betrayed because I lied about who I was when we were dating. When I visited him, I did everything at home to help him because I wanted to take care of him during our time together. And he, still, and he said that he feels trapped in a marriage with someone who turned out to be different. 
and that he has lost trust in me because I showed myself to be a manipulative liar. I'm feeling down as I understand in hindsight what my actions on my visits conveyed to him about our future life together. But at the same time, I don't know if I am the asshole. I feel it's unfair of him to expect me to be responsible for everything in our house. What is my judgment? Am I the asshole for making him think I would be another kind of partner than what I really am? <clears throat> I'm going to go with everyone shitty here. Okay, I need some backup and a cliff note version of this one. Oh, okay, what? I need some backups and the cliff notes because it's been pulled. Like, we should, we're going to start oh. screenshotting that one. But anyhow, so what did she supposedly lie about? Okay, so basically when they were dating... Mm-hmm. Um, she was little Susie Homemaker who did everything. Mm -hmm. And then once they got married, she dropped that like the front that it was. Right. And didn't really think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, because now they were living together. Now they were, you know, like, because before she was traveling or he was traveling. And so they were taking time for their relationship and that whole thing. Um, so she was doing all the cooking and cleaning and everything she could to take care of him. They got married. That stopped pretty much immediately. And, you know, they had a conversation about division of chores. Mm -hmm. Um, right after the honeymoon. And yeah, basically he was stuck, um, not knowing how to go back to that conversation and be like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work for me. Um, meanwhile, it has all come to a head because he keeps expecting her to, to do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's not what she wants to do. So he's um, not her maid. Well, but then he turns around and says uh -huh. that, um, she turned out to be different, that he's trapped in a marriage with someone who turned out to be different and that he has lost trust in her because she showed herself to be a manipulative liar. Uh-huh. I go everyone shitty here on this one. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm you're going, all shitty. Yeah. I, I'm like, okay, see. See, here's the thing. And this is the thing that, you know, even Susie Homemaker, Brad, I think is Susie's husband's name, does the dishes once in a while. Why? Because shit happens. You have to rebalance. You sometimes have to shift and roll. And sometimes it's like, oh, hell, I forgot to do this, and you forgot to do this for about two months. Call the housekeeper. We need, you know, and bring one in. You know, yeah. like, you know, sorry, you know, he had to cook dinner tonight. Actually, we cooked dinner together, oh, but he yeah. cooked dinner tonight. Yeah. Guess what? I'll cook dinner next Sunday. It doesn't matter. It's meeting yeah. the needs of the household. And if you two can't easily divide those up like adults, hire it out. What's it worth the argument? Fair enough. Well, I'm just having a thing of, I think the, his his conversation about it is, is mm -hmm. bullshit. Yeah. I mean, one, I think everyone should expect that, like, yeah, 
once you actually get together, mm-hmm. um, your partner's gonna suck a little, and not yeah. in a good way. Um, because yeah, we all do things to make ourselves look a little better for dating. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we we will Neiman Marcus ourselves up, and you will find mm-hmm. out that that is Neiman Marcus by way of three different Goodwill bins. Mm-hmm. And, you know... And I hate to say that. this, shit changes from yeah. dating to living together to cohabitating together. It does. Things change. And you have to roll with the punches. You have to figure out what's important. What's she worth fighting with? What's a workaround? Oh, she mm-hmm. doesn't have time to clean house and work her new job that she lives with you doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, get a maid, if you, or clean it yourself. Well, but you here's another clean. part of that. Uh huh. I can kind of also see this from his perspective. Oh, really? Well, in the sense of if you were out shopping for, you know, a housewife. Mm-hmm. And that's who you thought you found, mm-hmm. you know, a replacement mommy who is going to pick mm-hmm. up your underwear and wash the stains out of them and, fi- you know, fold them and iron them and put them away. Dude, how pissed would you be to find yourself mm-hmm. with, bitch, go do your own damn laundry. Like, you motherfucker, you survived without me. Right. Like, that's a stark realization, too. Like, I could see that, is if that's who he really, truly, honestly believed she was and who he Mm -hmm. was marrying, Uh then, yeah, I I can understand parts of Mm -hmm. what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah. Um, So, Shannon points out, if you're dating and staying in someone's house, it's good manners to help out. But if you live together, that's different. Right. But, you know, here's the other reality relationships Mm -hmm. change people's behaviors change Mm -hmm. and it goes through all the stages and then sometimes you know there has to be a conversation of okay this used to work this ain't working for me no more true or you stopped doing this i needed that what can we work out about that yeah and and there are conversations to be had there um and this is where I think they're like, this is why I have the ESH on this one. Everyone's shitty mm-hmm. here. Is because, like, I think that was really naive of him to mm-hmm. really honestly expect that you weren't going to, like, I'm sorry, but like, when you're dating, it's like seeing it on the Amazon website. Mm-hmm. Um, when you marry it, when you move in with it, I'm just mm-hmm. going to tell you right now. Everyone mm-hmm. else has done figured out. It's like whatever the hell you get from Wish. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's the same, but it's not the same. No, no. Um, and like, sometimes when you're dating, it seems like you're buying it from I don't know, Macy's. Well, no, Neiman Marcus. Stick with my Neiman Marcus. I'm just saying no. it's Neiman Marcus, uh-huh. but it's Neiman Marcus by way of three Goodwill bins. No, like, no, no. Someone bought no, it. Took then it you're getting it, from, it. And sometimes you get it from Wish. And sometimes, mm-hmm. especially in early relationships, when you do not know how to use your voice. And by the way, he is not using his voice. He's manipulating the little fuck out. So my oh, ruling yeah. is yeah. he's the asshole. Yeah. 
like, yeah, I can very quickly go to the he's the asshole. I can go very quickly to she's the asshole. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just stuck at everyone shitty here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you should have been expecting, but also at the same time, like, you got to be careful with what you're projecting if you're long-term mm-hmm. dating, looking right. towards marriage. Is you got to ramp that back a little. Well, not only that, but you have to, you know, because if not, you will have problems because the other party will feel like, um, excuse me, this is what I thought I signed up for. And now you're giving me this. And it's like, mm, you know, where is everything else? All right, guys, the poll is up. Feel free to vote in it either way. We are looking to see if she's the asshole for not keeping up the house after marriage. And baking his favorite pie and, you know, screaming his name in three languages and all the other stuff. Well, there you go. All right. So on to poly dating advice. And the title is Mentally Struggling Mommy Needs Support. Um, Well, technically, Mentally Struggling Mammy Needs Support. But stress is all around. I woke up on the wrong side of bed. Nesting partner is having trouble with insomnia. Toddler is high energy. I'm struggling, and I don't even have the words to explain. Mm-hmm. Leads to horrible argument with nesting partner. I feel horribly depressed and without friends. I feel like every day is a repeat of the day before. I'm tired of it. I'm angry that, angry that he says I should be happy because of being blessed with a good life. I can't talk to him about how I'm struggling. I feel so alone. Sorry. And here's why. You're dealing with a toddler and another toddler, and both of them need some Benadryl, whiskey, hot tea with lemon, sherry on their gums. You need a break. Now, there's apparently some other parties into this. Oh my, there's more. Yes, there should be because it's being posted in Polly and she's and it's a nesting oh, partner. Okay, it's time to call in the army of metamores. Yes, really. Mm-hmm. Oh let's see. Oh, and apparently that has led to other issues. Mm-hmm. No rest will make everybody dry. Um, yeah. he, he has his own struggles and it's hard to support someone who, when you're struggling yourself, I understand where you're coming from. Please understand it's easy to see people in a bad light when presented a small amount of information. I know my feelings are valid and I know the, how frustrated, how he's frustrated with me snapping at him for months is valid. At the breakaway, I was away with my boyfriend for a few days last month. I'm dealing with trauma related to my mother and family and Christmas season. Okay, who the hell thought putting all that together was a good plan? Uh, like, I mean, deal with your trauma. That's an important thing. Maybe not while working right. on the toddler. Well, like, while caring mm, for the toddler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know it's time away from the toddler. I'm just going, now's like a total vacation point. Mm-hmm. Not a let's take a vacation and deal with trauma. Right. 
Like, you need a vacation vacation, not a let's go take a little break and take care of our mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this is take a little break that's just a little break. Mm-hmm. Like, go do well, stupid and I think the shit. boyfriend needs brought in and say, look, can you take care of the kid? Just take care of the kid. That's all you got to do for a little bit. I'm going to go mm-hmm. take a nap. And that one over there, when you get done taking care of the kid, take him to the bar. Get him away from you for a little bit. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Hear that or drop the two of them together in the house. Let them order all the beer and pizza and strippers that they want to. Mommy's going out for the day. Here's the child. Don't give it beer. Oh, come on. Where's the fun in that? Mm-hmm. Please don't give your children alcohol. It's a really bad thing. Don't do that. Unless they're teasing, and then you give them good brandy or sherry, depending on which one you want to use, and a frozen waffle and be done with it. Just start with the frozen waffle. Yep. But just the frozen waffle. No, the sherry to keep the infection down. You don't want those teeth to get infected and coming crooked. Or for the child to get pneumonia from yelling that loud. Oh. But we all have our breaking points. And the point of that being is you've got to look at those breaking points and go, okay, I'm reaching a breaking point. And, you know, this this is a tool from Brene Brown, and this is what we use in this household. So in this household, we need 110%. We at times don't have 110%. Sometimes I've got five and Joe's got 80 and Invisible Assistant's got four. Maybe three, you know, if he's having a really bad day. Yeah. You know, but we ante up and say, this is what I can do. This is my limit. Okay. Well, I can cover you the rest of that percentage today, but tomorrow I'm going to need someone else to cover it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have to balance out those responsibilities and those loads. And that's not what's going on here in this household. Or with this poly family, and I do mean poly family. They only mention, you know, dealing with the nesting partner. Where's the metamorphs? I'm sorry. I done told my, you know, it's common knowledge. We get a kid. We all get a kid. Yep. And if you don't want a kid, get out. Exactly. Because it's not going to work. No. It's really and it's kind of, you know, it's like if one of us starts dating children. Well, not dating children. Dating <laughs> children. Ah! Guys, I've been wow. streaming on Backhouse since 8 a.m. So I've now streamed for 13 and a half hours. We start the show on groomers. We end the show on groomers. God damn it. Um, No, sorry. He never will mean dating children. He has enough trouble trying to be around 20-year-olds. <sighs> I do great with 12-year-olds. Not on a date. Not on a date. No, not on a date. Lord, no. Being around them. 12-year-olds I can have a conversation with. (laughs) 20-year-olds, I need to slap across the head and tell them to go sit down and shut up somewhere. Oh, my gosh. And I should clarify, in an emergency situation, he did have to go pick up a friend's 12-year-old the other day. It was was a very short ride between point A, point B. No grooming occurred. Well, no point in the grooming, but anyhow, not what I'm talking about. But, you know, if we started dating a single parent with three children, well, guess what? 
we just got three kids, guys. Who's taking baseball? Who's taking soccer? And, oh, somebody better figure out dinner. I'm invisible. You're great at pizza. Get on it. There you go. Oh, I'm not doing... I'm I'm doing neither football nor baseball. Baloney, that's my job. You can handle the clients. Okay. I enjoy sports. I enjoy watching sports, especially high school sports. Everyone knows that we delayed the show for a little while so I can go watch volleyball when my niece was playing volleyball. I got Uh to enjoy our friend's kid playing soccer. Like, I am built for band dad. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh no one's built for band dad can i just Let say, me argue this point what's my favorite food uh, okay fair enough omelet well basically greasy spoon diner no hot dogs well that too so yeah okay. you're good for a hot dog sale what's my favorite you know next to that is nachos Okay, we, we can do nachos. You love popcorn, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm really upset that I haven't seen Girl Scout cookies this this year. I'm, you know, I'm gonna have to get on to my nieces and have a conversation about what are you doing with your children? Why aren't one of them in Girl Scouts? I need me some Girl Scout cookies because they scare people. They are Wednesday Adams at an event. True. Great for volleyball, horrible for door-to-door sales. But they're wonderful. I mean, you enjoyed the popcorn. Oh, they're, they're great. They're they are. They're wonderful. They're great. We we love them dearly. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. And it is no surprise to anyone who has watched you for more than the last five minutes that your relatives <laughs> fall into a Wednesday Adams category (laughs) like you you will not like i will guarantee you they will go to the door and say the words would you like to buy some girl scout cookies they're made with real girl scouts just saying just saying we'll do it we'll have to do it we'll not be able to avoid doing it It will be a compulsion. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Shannon hated <laughs> selling Girl Scout cookies, by the way. Why? They sell themselves. Was it all the po- boxes you had to carry? Because, like, I'll tell you right now, like, you could leave here and justify a trip to my sister's address, either one of my sisters, actually, but you could justify the trip on the sale. Uh-huh. Like, you would be able... Like, I would have to give you quantities, but you would be able to take whole, not to box, boxes of cookies and uh-huh. justify the trip and still mm-hmm. turn a problem. Still like the snicker to the, the, distals, the distals and the peanut butter patties and the thin mints. Oh, social anxiety fair. And the Samoans. Well, the Samoans are deadly. Okay, but, well, yeah. Um, but, Thin Mets. Um, that's like, yeah, you, you and one of my sisters, like, y'all are on the same cookie wavelength. Uh I'm over here with the Thin Mets, like, give me the Thin Mets. Uh Um, and no one gets hurt. Um, Uh but no, 
Um, oh, see, no, like my sisters would have just cleaned you up and then still bought a case of cookies. Or two. I'm just saying. And they're cool. You know, because your family buys things in lots. They may have just bought three cases and then just shipped them out. Yeah, we, we, we don't nickel and dime our vices. We buy them wholesale. Exactly. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, no. Like, Girl Scouts only come but once a year. I'm going to need a couple cases. Uh-huh. You know, Maybe I can get my second deep freeze if one of the girls starts selling Girl Scout cookies. I'll have to talk to my niece. Possibly, yes. Like, and I need a second deep freeze. I know. Well, and then there's all the extra storage space we're going to need because if we have a Girl Scout representative in the immediate, like, we can just call them. Uh huh. And drop our order. Like, I need six box cases of X, six cases of Y. Yeah. Oh. Uh huh. Oh my God. We'd be a Girl Scout mule. Yes, they are such a thing. <laughs> okay, let's see if we got rolled the asshole this week. Okay. Unfortunately, no, you are not the asshole. Okay. I can live with that. I can live with that. All right. I'm... All right. So, guys, this is a very fun weekend for me. We are headed to Vice Versa in Morgantown, West Virginia. I'll be doing readings all day, and we'll be partying at nine. At the, the readings are at the Yule Market. The party is at nine p.m. I believe the show starts at like midnight. We have some amazing entertainers coming in, and well, and being there. Let's go ahead and bring those up if we could, Joe. Bring up a link oh. for me. <laughs> Okay, one second. I was totally not prepared. <sighs> he will prep I'm for days. sorry. Do I know? You will prep for days for other people. Yeah, I know. I laid you right once, and I've been walking all over you ever since. Whatever. <sighs> Actually, twice, but, you know, we won't go into that. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we will share that link right now. Yule Ball and Market, December 17th, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. to whenever. And then we got to put the West Virginia. The bar closes at 2.30. And, oh, dang it. There's the link. Sorry. Thank you. I was quick on the keyboard. Uh-huh. All right. Well, let's go see if we can find our entertainment for the night. Oh, and double check. Please, because I'm uh-huh. just seeing reports. We are getting reports there may be some snow. So double check before you, if you're coming any distance, right. check before you come. Right. We, if we get snowed out, I'm sure we'll be announcing a replacement date. Is that um, what happens? 
I don't know at this point. We will be doing the best we can. Of course, we're going to have Elijah there. He'll be doing some lovely dancing for us. We will be have the world famous and one of the main performers there at Viceroy, Montavs. Yes. Yes. And we'll have special guest appearances from Robin Hart Love. And of course, Rocket in the Night is the hostess of our ball, Miss Rainbow Pride, West Virginia herself, Demetria Brockwell. Hey! hey. Didn't and we see we, her? We, and we saw. Okay, cool. Yes, we've seen her before. We enjoy watching her. Yes. Yes. So they will be performing. Mr. West Virginia will be there with his booth, um, working with a nonprofit during the um, Yule Market. Mm -hmm. Oh, and since we're not queer enough, let's go ahead and just plug that group. Uh -huh. Like, sorry, if y'all missed a live stream last night, you missed a live stream. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, give me a minute to yeah. pull it up, and don't forget, Krampus is visiting. Krampus uh, imagine here. more love, imagine more love will be there. Mm -hmm. What does imagine more love do? Well, no, that's another vendor I wanted to bring up. Um, oh, yes, sorry, yes. Let's go. What do they do? Um, they make clothing. Ooh, very awesome. Very awesome. Of course, Quality Insights uh, will be there. Insights. There we go. Yeah. That's Higher Education that's Outreach Program. Nice. Yes. And, of course, we will be collecting coats, jackets, shoes, um, small toiletries, socks, hand warmers, sleeping bags for Friendship House. Yeah. In Morgantown. So we will be doing a lot of charity. We'll be doing a little bit of partying. We'll be doing some tarot readings. Yes, I will be there reading tarot he throughout will. the You'll day. You'll find him in the back in the Hall of Mirrors. By the pool table. Like, by the pool table. Like, what can I say? I picked good spaces for him. Well, I told him that's where I wanted well, that and your ego needs a 360-degree view. Duh. Duh. That's, <laughs> that's required. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I Plus, we thought if we got him there. trapped by the mirrors, we could contain him. Ha! It was a hope. It, no. No, no, no. <laughs> well, if I put you in the DJ booth, you're going to take the mic, and we'll never get you to shut up. No, honey. I will put on my own show. Exactly. That's why I put you in the Hall of Mirrors trying to cage you in. <laughs> and of course, at nine o'clock, of course, Asin goes off shift. So be sure to get there before eight, seven o'clock if you want a reading. Absolutely. Because we're going to be packing that in. And again, I'm going off duty. You see a rum and coke in my hands? You done, and there's a drag queen on stage? You done got there too late. Oh, screw it. Go ahead and do a couple of readings while you've got a rum and coke. No. Yes! You tried no. Dunkin' Divination and it didn't do shit for you. It still ain't going to do shit for me. But I'm drawing mm. boundaries. I'm not missing a performance. 
Okay, fair enough. I'll let you have one night off. Ugh, I swear. All right. Well, guys, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. We also hope that you're having fun, that you're safe, and we will be seeing you uh, Sunday. Well, if you don't come see me on Saturday, I will see you on Sunday on Psychic the Plans. We'll be laying out a holiday week and talking about some decisions we're making for 2023's planner. So with that all, good night, y'all. Good night. Your job ain't done. What? Oh, crap. Dang it. Now you got me doing it. So of course we want to thank Beverly Walker, Mika G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryant, Shannon C, Shannon D, Lady Gwendolyn, Charles Shaw, Dottie the Psychic, Tracy Van, and Caitlin Bell. If you'd like to learn more about us, the show, or how you too can become a Patreon sponsor and receive all the wonderful benefits our baristas receive, please visit us at pcspnetwork.com. Good night, y'all.